stop. Daily thoughts. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. What's up, guys? We're back. Well, Friday episode uh, for the holidays. Uh, different holidays this time, not Thanksgiving. Uh, we have a little bit of a treat because not much is going on in the baseball world, like at all. Um, we got me, uh, Dave, uh, Dan, and then two of our friends, also from high school. We got Matt and uh, Shrade, or Mike, as, uh, as we also call him. Um, we're just going to do a little mailbag round uh, table episode. Got a couple of questions here, uh, hard-hitting questions from the from uh, some of our listeners and friends and whatnot. So we're gonna try to tackle them, I guess. Uh, all right. <laughs> I guess we'll start off with like a funny one. Uh, Dan, I know this one caught your attention the most, but <laughs> you want to say it? All right. Uh, the first well, question that Dave decided to start our fantastic holiday episode off with is. Fuck Mary Kill between Aroldis Chapman, Zach Britton, and Adam Adovino, which I think is just a terrible situation to find yourself in. And because you made me read the question, I'm going to make you answer it first. Oh, yeah, this is horrendous. But yeah, thanks to my buddy Angelo who asked this. Uh, God, FMK. Uh, I'm going to say Mary Britt. That feels like an easy option. F auto and then just off chappy. He's going to come after me for that. That's the bad part, but <laughs> don't listen to this chap, please. <laughs> he's outside your front door right now. Oh no. As long as it's not my garage. <laughs> he's holding his gloves, got a ball in there, just like, just running there, chuck 105 straight at your noggin. Oh man. <laughs> just to my, just at least it's to my head. Just end me quickly, please. <laughs> That's all I'm asking. All right, like that man. You say he was a very friendly guy. <laughs> yeah, I saw the picture, dude. And your dad's huge. That's the funny thing. Like, <laughs> Chapman's bigger than him. So, yeah, that dude is yoked out of his mind. It's kind of scary. All right, what do you what do you guys have for FMK? I gotta be Chapman. honest. I'm pretty much the same with you. Um, <laughs> I feel like Britain and Ottavino are kind of the same thing you're just getting a lefty or a righty in the sack it's just whichever you're preferring uh whichever hand you prefer i guess you could say um this is true yeah so yeah i'll just stick with what you said dave but i'm definitely taking the kill chapman um just just seeing that shit eating grin on his face (laughs) (laughs) oh man two postseasons in a row just yeah just can't take it anymore so he's got to go Buddy, he's in your garage now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, Shrave, Matt, you guys got any uh, differing opinions on the two of us, I, I guess? I might reverse Otto and Chapman, man, because Otto Vino pissed me off this year. He sucks. Ah, so, all right, this is true. Can't you know, even use him. Yeah, you haven't been able to use him for two straight postseasons. Yeah, the unreliability is really killing me here. Because yeah. I like Otto, but, yeah, dude, he, yeah, he only gets like, right yeah, he only gets righties out now, too, which is kind of nutty. Yeah. Am I allowed to just, like, fuck off, marry, uh, you know, Kane <laughs> and just ride off to the sunset? I, yeah, I mean, you could, you could do that, yeah. Just the bonus pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, perfect. 
yeah, I'm Mary Britain, uh, yeah, fuck Otto, and then uh, sorry, Chappie. Yeah, <laughs> it was a tough decision, but you know, it's I'm not confident about it at all. I, I don't like any of those, uh, those options. But. No, this was a tough question, honestly. I figured we start off with a nice, uh, you know, tough one. Did I say nice. softball? Yeah, a fun one for the holidays. Please turn this on as you sit around the fire and, you know, maybe yeah. sip some eggnog. All right, uh, let's see. All gathered around. Yeah, all the children gathered around. This is the family podcast. Um, <laughs> all right, this is another funny one. Is Gary's bat a hologram for my buddy Nick? I mean, my buddy Nick is also compared to a pool noodle, uh, other flaccid items. I mean, have we considered this option? Have we consider that Gary just doesn't bring a bat to the plate? I mean, except in the Dominican League, I guess, because it seems like he's carrying something up to the plate down there. But here, it seems like it's non-existent. He's so, killing it down there. That's the only reasonable explanation we have. <laughs> nah, he's good. But, I mean, tying into that, I guess we can go. Oh, sorry, Trip. Go ahead. Uh, no, for, for two weeks out of, the, out of the season, he does remember to bring a bat. And he absolutely rakes during that time. And then the rest of the year, he just, I don't know, he just forgets to bring a bat. August Gary is a real thing. I'll stand by that, Dave. That ties into my next one, I guess, kind of similar to that. Uh, so my buddy Zach asked, is Gary the starting catcher two years from now? Matt, what say you? What say me? Uh, I don't know. Brian Cashman loves uh, Gary Sanchez. I don't think they'll ever uh, – they have to get something good for him or else – well, he's probably a free agent. He's a free agent in two years. Uh, yeah, he has two more years of arbitration left. So I guess the question kind of goes with like, will he be back or like, you know? I think they can one more year. I think, I think uh, so too. Yeah. If he if he does the same thing this year, then he's out. But yeah, it's kind of tough to uh, justify keeping him around. Twenty sixteen, Gary was electric, man. So we'll never forget that. Bring that back. Twenty in two months. Dude, in 53 games, nearly one rookie of the year, which is kind of insane. Actually, Rob, what do you think, uh, Dan? What do you think about Gary? I think if you can somehow slingshot this seemingly reversal in the Dominican League into some success in 2021, I mean, if he's some flash of what he used to be, like 2016, he'll definitely be the catcher two years from now. But if we see the Gary Sanchez of 2020, he's going to find himself in a place like Colorado where he's just up there trying to hit the ball as far as he can, just hoping for dingers every time. And just Yankees are going to be moving on. But, I maintain. Uh, yeah, I maintain I, that him and Greg Bird should. Yes. Yeah. Towards I mean, the yeah. Yes, he's going to be here. Greg Bird, Gary Sanchez, Colorado to 2022, Colorado Rockies. It's happening. How many home runs do you think uh, Greg Bird hits in 2022 in Colorado? 70? Full, yeah, bare minimum. He's breaking Bonds' record. <laughs> Greg Bird would be the healthiest man alive in, if he went to Colorado. <laughs> I don't know what it is about the altitude, but he would never break a single bone in his body if he went to Colorado. He would rake. I'm convinced. Did, Bird, did Greg Bird play a game in Texas this year? Or he, I don't think he went past uh, Let me see. Let me check on my phone. Uh, Shrey, what do you think? Let's go with you. I mean, like you guys pretty much already said it. Like he needs to, you know, 
he needs to fucking hit above the Mendoza line. Like, that, let's just start off with that. The man has hit below 200, you know, two out of the last three years. Like, yeah, it's not a great look. The optics are bad. Like, I understand that, like, you know, he's a, you know, he still hits dingers, but, like, when the dingers aren't, uh, aren't coming, like, he's. Yeah, it's a. It's and, a he's, and he's not good. And he's. Let's be. And, like, you know, I know, like, a lot of pitchers, you know, love throwing to him, whatever, but, like, he's not a good defensive catcher. Like, it's one of those, like, when he's not raking, you really can't justify playing him, I feel like. Yeah, that's fair. His framing went down this year, too. I think they, they got to stop messing with his catching stance. Like, the squat, like, the 1D squat just works for him. I know it's not the most conducive to blocking baseballs. People hate it, but it's just what he's comfortable with at this point. Now, like, well, uh, well, back to uh, the first question, you know, fuck, Mary kill, uh, Chapman, Britton, Otto. You know, like, we don't give Gary – and we don't do Gary any favors by having, you know, uh, Otto and, you know, Britton and these guys who, like, just are all over the place, you know, throwing to him. But, like – you know, the Della Patances Gary Sanchez connection was the most nerve wracking like three years of my life, I think. Oh, seriously. But like, you know, I mean, <laughs> the past year, you know, Higgy like almost saved us in, you know, game five against the Rays. Like, oh, and he got crossed up in that one pitch and he managed to catch it. It was, it was technically a strike, but it's like a ninja move, man. Yeah, I don't know how he caught that. It's crazy. But there were so many uh, times, like, during that, uh, that Rays game where, like, I just saw – where, like, Higgy would just make some insane save. And, like, my first thought was just, like, all right, yeah, if uh, Gary was catching, that would have been, uh, you know – No, yeah, like, curtains. Greg Bird did not play a game for the Texas Rangers last year. So, the Bird man did not soar once again. Rob. Yeah. The Bird is not the word, apparently. No, not in Texas. Colorado, do us a favor. Make this happen. He's only 28. He's not 30 yet. <laughs> He's young. Man. 28's the new 30. He's almost retired. He's done. Halfway there. Uh, all right. Uh, also, for my buddy Angelo, we'll go to uh, this other question. If Jeter and A-Rod swap positions, would they have won, won more rings? That's a sure. delicate question. <laughs> I don't know if Jeter has a third baseman's arm. He... Uh, like, 90s Jeter, yeah, but, like, 2004 Jeter, I don't think he would have excelled at third, personally speaking. But I don't think he would have excelled, but he would have survived that dive into the stands because he wouldn't have had to make that weird angle. So Yeah, I don't think I don't think Alex makes that dive. Well, I mean, he makes the play, but I don't think he goes headfirst in the stands. No. No. Yeah. Uh, if you get we would Jeter also... second, then maybe we're talking. Yeah, I think Jeter to second or center, maybe, like, one of those two spots. Jeter and center would have been interesting, I think. Because then it's like, do we ever sign Damon? Yeah. That'll sell the whole can of worms. We get Vlad instead, please. And then after Damon, do we sign Ellsbury? Question mark. Oh, God. (laughs) We still owe him money, apparently. Like, my buddy threw that out there. He's like, yeah, no, we still, like, why do we still owe him money at all? Well, yeah. The contract up last year. I think so. But I think it was deferred money, though. Like, I think he had not the full Bobby Bonilla where it's like you owe me money for the next, like, for the rest of my life, but they owe him deferred money, I'm pretty sure, I think. I was at the last game before Jacoby Ellsbury went to witness protection. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw it on Twitter before. So, yeah, no. Oh, He's yeah. That Gary Double. Oh, that was him. I thought <laughs> that was Headley. 
Yeah, we've had some. I, I, think, I think both of them might have scored. Someone scored. I think, I think it was Ellsbury. Just hellish Yankee past. Yeah, we've had some dusty names on our teams in the past few years. Like, good names at some point, just not really much for us. Cashman gave Chase Headley four years, $52 million to play third base. And not even, like, well. Uh, Chase Headley. You know, he got the yips at one point, right? He, he couldn't throw. Yeah, he – yeah, there was, like, a stretch there where they were like, we don't want to say it, but it's a little concerning. And then I think – was that 2017? Yeah, because then they moved him to – they moved him to first and they got Frazier to play third. I don't know if it was the same year, but I remember he at one point he was, like, kind of eh at throwing the ball. Yeah. Yeah. But I do remember I, I wanted Chase Edley like really badly. That was that 30 home run season, and he never was that good ever again, which was sad. Paid him a lot of money for nothing. Yeah, we were saying Chase Headley's name for a couple for a little bit before he actually came. Like yeah, because I thought he fit perfectly. He's a switch hitter. He played third like relatively well. He was like kind of young. The Padres weren't doing anything, so I was like, just get him. But it didn't really work out. I mean, it kind of did. He wasn't too terrible, I guess. But like for the yeah. money we paid him, I guess not as much. Um. All right. What's the most optimal way to bolster pitching this year in the bullpen and in the rotation for my buddy Rohan? What are we thinking? Resign Tanaka and give up on DJ before this thing just dies out and he goes somewhere else and you lose out on Tanaka. Ooh, okay. We'll get into that second part of that in a bit. What do you guys think, Matt Trib? Uh I, I don't know. I don't think they're going to sign Tanaka, but they, the best way is probably a bullpen because they're definitely not going to give Bauer any. Uh, they're definitely not going to sign Bauer. It's going to be too expensive. Yeah. I don't What's he even asking Bauer? He's... So he's talking with multiple teams about either like a short term contract, like, you know, he said he would take one year deals. I remember uh, hearing the short term thing. Yeah. He's, take, he's talking with some teams that are like, we'll give you short term money. Like, we'll give you a lot. Just for like two, three years max, I guess, would be like the range. And then he's talking with other teams who are like, we want you here for like five plus or whatever is what I saw from like MLB trained rumors. So I figure like they – like the Angels are the safe bet because they need pitching badly and Moreno loves to spend. Um, it would be funny if he swerved and was just like, yeah, let me get another position player. Uh, this time we'll get JT and then just hope for nothing with like Shohei Otani and company, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think we'll sign him. Yeah, there's not that much uh, information on the market yet, right? Nothing. It's like – it's a ghost town. It's like I know the Blue Jays are in on everybody is what I hear, and that's basically it, right? Like that's what – that's the majority of rumors I think I've seen. Right? It's like, yeah, they're in Lindor and DJ and also JT and possibly Bauer. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Someone signed someone, that'd be cool too. I don't know. Um, Trey, what do you think? So – First off, I don't want Bauer. Like, one, he's going to be way too expensive. But two, like, if you look at his numbers, like, for his entire career, he's had two seasons where he's been, like, really, really good. And, like, one of them happened to be last year. But, like, outside of those two years, he hasn't had a single season with an ERA below four. Like, nope, not one. He is, like, people talk about him as, like, an elite pitcher. And, like, obviously he had an elite year last year. But, like, yeah, he's an elite. I don't know. You know who is a stud? According to the internet, Glassnow. That guy's a stud. I'll tell the Glassnow. Are, are, are we allowed to curse on the show? Is, the, is this a family we are, we, We've already done it at this point. I mean, like, we've kind of broken that. But, yeah, that guy. Glassnow. We try. Glass. We try. But, Choke uh, on Glassnow. 
I mean, realistically, like, uh, you know, we do need rotation help. But honestly, like, I think the bullpen is a pretty big concern because, like, for years that's been, like, our, you know, strength. And, like, it seems like the last couple years in the, in the postseason, like, our bullpens either, like, not failed us, but, like, you know, for some that should be our strength, I feel like it's way too inconsistent. You know, all of a sudden Otto is – not part of, uh, you know, the rotate, not the, rota- the bullpen anymore. Like, Chad Green regressed a ton last year. Canley couldn't be healthy. Like, yeah, it sucks when the circle of trust is only like, instead of like five guys deep, it's only like three guys. Like, it was, we were just counting on Green, Britton, and Chapman to get us over the hump. And then it was like, okay, maybe we'll throw Lozani in there if we can, which was like just really dumb. I like Johnny stuff, but it's like, you haven't used him in this role all season. Why are we using him now? Doesn't make any sense. It's either him or Holder. Holder's gone. See you, buddy. Have fun in Wrigleyville. R.I.P. Luis Avilan, though. <laughs> gone but not forgotten. <laughs> he had a stretch there where he was a pretty hot name. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I My issue, I think, is, like, I want more rotation help, man. Because we go in the postseason every year with this bullpen that we love to tout, and then it never does the job. Dan said the same thing. It's like we we have a super bullpen, like, every year. And then by the time we get to the October, it's like either gassed or Boone and company only trust like four dudes and they end up getting gassed by like ALDS game three. So like, how is that helping us at all? If we can't have stars that go deep. So when's San Marino coming back? June, July. July. Yeah. June, July. They said, um, come back to form. Nice. I, I am still fully on the Severino train. Like yeah, I don't yeah. know. you can't tell me any different. Like, I don't know if he'll be – I don't know if he's an eight ace, but, like, he's a solid number two. I just don't want to keep thinking of him as, like, the only addition we get back. That'd be just very dumb because he's not coming back till the middle of the year. It's fine if he's your trade deadline acquisition, I guess. Dan, don't roll your eyes. Um, but Exactly what he's going to be. You know it. Yeah, we do, unfortunately. Um, they should go get out – they should go out and get somebody. There's not that many options to – Sign as a free agent, I would love to run it back with Tanaka. Um, you were also bringing components of getting Lance Lynn back, and that fell through. Uh, probably would have cost us Clark Schmidt, which, I mean, I wouldn't have been totally opposed to, to be totally honest. Lance Lynn doesn't cost that much money, and Schmidt's kind of unproven, whereas Lynn, we know what we're getting. Um, who's up for Sonny Gray? Because I've talked myself into it. I'm firmly – what? You're the one guy. You're the only guy in Sonny Gray's corner. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm, like, really about bringing him back. And then I looked at the home road splits, and I was like, no, he was very bad at Yankee Stadium. Like, you should not be buying into this at all. Like, like, it's definitely just a combination of, like, that and, you know, Rothschild using him wrong. Like, I don't think it's, like, 100% one or the other, but, like, I mean, you look at his home road splits, and it's, it's not pretty. No, they were very bad. What were you saying, Matt? Let's see, let's see what Matt Blake can do to him, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, they brought this guy in, you know, from the Cleveland organization. Uh, no longer Cleveland uh, Indians, of course. Um, and, uh, you know, they're ex- they expect him to kind of give the same results. They develop pitching from within. Um, another one that's been floating around, I know, like, uh, a couple of my buddies have suggested it too, and, like, this is a good take because, like, this would be similar to like the bets price trade. People keep forgetting that price was like in that trade as well because it was kind of a salary dump. Um, like 
Carrasco and Lindor as a package deal would be like money in the bank, honestly. Yeah. Like that would be very because I don't Carrasco's only do like ten to twelve million a year, I think, for the next like couple of years. So if you get that and pair it with Lindor, would be pretty sweet. Uh, but I think the best way to bolster pitching is probably through a trade. Uh, I could probably see Cashman going down the route where he tries to get someone else's like failed project and hope for the best and like rehabilitating them, kind of like he did with. Uh, you know, the Nathan of all these of the world. Um, Carrasco do twelve million next year, twenty twenty two, and then fourteen mil in twenty twenty three. That's reasonable, especially if you expect like the revenue to rebound too. Like it's gonna be down next year, obviously. So like that would be like kind of pricey for some people, but I don't know. I feel like it's not that bad. Yeah, but I don't know. I think he goes the nasty Nate route again and gets like someone's cast off who just isn't cutting it anymore. Um yeah, I mean, that's probably the best way to do it. In terms of, like, relievers, uh, I want to bring D-Rob back. I want I want Houdini back. Just There's kind of a bunch out there, though, right? Yeah, there's so many. The, the reliever market is so saturated that, like, uh, it's going to – that's going to move at the slowest pace, I think, just because, like, there's so many arms available. Like, I think, you know, like, Hendrick's probably going to sign very quickly because, like, he's the top arm out there and, like, Someone's going to pay, you know, you know, give him four years and, like, double digits for that, which is fine because he is the top arm. Then, like, Brad Hand probably after that, too. We get Brad Hand on the cheap. That would be pretty cool, too. Um, I don't think we will, but that would be pretty sweet. And then, like, you have Ken Giles. Like, Kirby Yates are, like, rehabbing because they had, like, arm issues last year. Uh-huh. I think Giles actually might miss all of next year, so that might not be a good idea. But He got Tommy John? I think he did. I'm pretty sure Ken Giles got Tommy John. Um, but yeah, like Kirby Yates would be a good idea. Um, I guess like as a filling option, and then like we have a bunch of ex Yankees out there too. They have Robertson, Phelps, Melanson, uh, and Shane Green are all available, and Justin Wilson, who is like another kind of pet cat of mine that I wanted. Um, so like there's a bunch of dudes that we could just get on the cheap, I think, later on in the winter, who would be pretty good to fill in the bullpen. I don't think we need like super arms or anything like that because that just seems like a luxury item. But I mean, if we could get Brad Hand. Would be pretty sweet, but I don't know. We got Adam Warren back, so we do. That was the big signing the other day. Yeah, back Adam Warren. It's like the fourth yeah. time they uh, signed with us. I think so. He he was rehabbing from Tommy John last year, so he'll be a uh, he'll probably be back in the bullpen or AAA next year, assuming the minors still exist. <laughs> Dan, you had a lot to say about the minors. What was that, Dan? Atlantic League or bust. Yeah, Long Island, Duck, Long Island Ducks closer, Adam Warren. Uh, all right, let's see what else we got here. How do we ship Aaron Hicks to the moon for my buddy Jack? I don't understand Aaron Hicks' hate. I, I don't get it. He's, no. a, he's a decent lefty bat we have in the lineup. We need that. My buddy Jack, like, I love him to death. He's one of my best friends. And he was thoroughly convinced that Clint Frazier could play center last year. Uh, kudos to him because – yeah, kudos to him because Clint Frazier did get a lot better with the glove, obviously. So, good good on him. Great take. Um, and we clowned him for it. But, like – But Hicks, man, like – Hicks does nothing wrong. He's a little injured, granted, you know, like most of the time. But, like, you're still good for, like, a stupidly high OBP because the guy can work any walk. He got his power stroke back by, like, September last year. So, figure – like, he was coming off of Tommy John, so figure, like, 
midway through the year this year. I think it took him like a hundred batches like that to get like in a full group is what he said. So I don't know. He's healthy. Like he's good for like, I don't know, 15, 20 home runs, stupidly high OBP, relatively good defense out in center. And he's only costing us like 10 million a year. So I don't, I'm cool with him. What's up? What'd you say, Shred? Sorry. Yeah. He's got a good arm out in center. Like he's got good speed out like on the bases. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, I don't like. I guess I get the hate because Matt, what were you, you were saying what he walks a little too much. I think he kind of looks for walks a little too much. He likes that bat flip, that walk bat flip, a little. Uh, he does. He does do the the nice little. Yeah, he likes the. He likes a pimp a walk every now and then, which is kind of funny. I appreciate that from him, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I. I guess because, like, who are you going to upgrade him with? Like, unless you're just willing to give up, like, everything to get Mike Trout, which is not happening, I guess, at this point. Um, but, I don't know. Not for this poverty franchise. No, for sure not. Um, yeah. I, Stan would probably waive the tr- no-trade clause, though, honestly, because he would get to go back home to L.A. So, at this point, <laughs> consider it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, who are we going to operate him with? I don't think – they're not going to go off the Springer. That doesn't make any sense. No, yeah. And we guys, Cashman's secret bag of tricks that he's not revealing is Springer. Then, oh, he goes full. Picks. Like, would he go full? He would go full 2014 offseason where he signs like an outfielder that we don't need, a catcher who's like over 30, and then like, what was it? Another outfielder that we also didn't need. Yeah. So we go in on uh, JBJ, George Springer, and JT Ramuto all in one offseason, and then get. Sagano as the Japanese pitcher. It's perfect. Redux to 2014. <laughs> Six years and you learn nothing. Um, well, that means 2023, you know, we're going to be back in the uh, the ALCS. Hmm. Only to lose to a cheating Toronto Blue Jays, I guess, at this point. Yeah. They, they are yeah. the young upstart. Using the highway in Salem Field to cheat. And the Cheerio factory out in left field. Or right field or whatever it was, yeah. Andrew Cuomo's favorite baseball team. The Buffalo Blue Jays. You see guys, see fans are back, or uh, potentially back for Bills games. Uh, this uh, If they make the playoffs, well, I think they're pretty much going really? to Really, they said that? There was a post headline that I saw, someone retweeted it, that uh, they're considering, or that Cuomo said he was considering having fans at, uh, what is it? It's the name of the field. It's just Bills Field, I think, right? It used to be Sports yeah, Authority. You are a drop their sponsorship. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, they said they were considering it. So, I don't know. That's a thing. That'd be pretty cool if Bills Mafia comes in. They would Jersey be... should consider the Giants, man, if uh, the Giants make the playoffs, which is looking more unlikely now. But <laughs> Who do you guys play this weekend, right? For Browns? Yeah, we play the Browns Sunday night, but we have, we're missing uh, Bradbury and uh, – Possibly DJ. I think McCoy is uh, probably playing. So not, not possibly DJ. Like DJ is like, for sure he's out. Oh boy. Well, I mean, it could be worse. You guys could be starting Dwayne Haskins versus the Seahawks right now. So yeah, they're gonna lose. But I think the Giants are gonna lose too on Sunday. So no, don't let the Eagles win, man. Just the Cardinals need to do us all a favor. Hey, hey, listen. Now they got the uh, now they got the tape on Jalen Hurts. Okay, like we do have the footage. Yes. Uh, my buddy was trying to compare him. Like, he's like, I think the best case for Jalen Hurts would be like Mark's Mariota last night. And I was like, 
like I don't even know. <laughs> like that's the best case. We're getting to football territory. This is a little too. This is a baseball podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a baseball podcast. We're we're a variety show. Obviously, we can come here for the baseball talk and stay for the football talk, of course. Um, well, stay for the basketball podcast. That like the best sports talk they had was baseball. So, this is true. Yeah, this is really. I, I I listened to like one episode of mixed it. They they had some good ones. We'll try to go through them later when we're off. Uh, all right, let's go into another question. Um. I want to save this big one for like kind of like the last one, but it's kind of just killing me right now. Um, we're going into this one. Can we Bobby Bonilla, John Carlos Stanton, just no. absolutely cut him? No. Your buddies are asking the worst questions. I mean, John Carlo was the best player the Yankees had in the playoffs. He essentially carried the entire team. <laughs> I don't think people recognize that enough. Like he went off in the postseason. He destroyed the city of San Diego with his home runs. He almost took. The uh, the warehouse down. Probably a couple more dingers. You probably would have killed it, honestly. Glaber helped a little bit with that one, but like Stan was on an absolute tear. Yeah, he's not the healthiest guy, but we've gone over this. Just DH him, maybe give his days a little, like give his legs a little bit of a workout by putting him in right with Judge, like you know, split the two of them between DH and right field. But I, we're not gonna cut him. No, I, I want to ask your friends what Yankees they do like because it doesn't seem like like they like any Yankees that are currently on the WFAN colors. It, it's it's the guy that I'm highlighting right now, and that's it. <laughs> God, that's it. That's it. That's the one. That's it. You can officially, you know, do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know the phrase. <laughs> um, um, now I'm not one to you know uh, slander judge, um, but. If Judge had the postseason that Stanton did, like, you know, people would still be talking about it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we just kind of faded out. If Stanton had the postseason that Judge had, people would be talking about it. Yep. 1,000%. If Judge yeah. won, I, I mean, it's the same thing. It was like Jeter versus Zerod. Everyone would go cold during October, and people would, you know, talk about how Jeter carried the team, and then we'd flame out in the ALDS every year. <laughs> So. I mean, the only reason people want to get rid of Stanton over Judge is because Stanton's getting paid the money that Judge is eventually going to get paid. Not it's by us, sir. <laughs> Not by us, sir. <laughs> Judge explodes before that happens. Dude, he, but, he's, yeah. he's taking those hacks in the cage. I'm like, man, so Bleak is going to be just shredded beef by the time we hit April, isn't it? Yeah, once he puts that Andujar pre-step into that swing, it's over. Don't. Don't even don't even toy with it. Stop. Why are you tempting fate? <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. Like I don't get the hate. Matt, what do you think? Like do you understand this? I get the hate. Like you probably get the hate, but like what do you think? Yeah, I yeah, I mean his first game he struck out like five times. So that yeah, did happen. The last thing for a lot of people like fuck this guy. <laughs> oh sorry. Yeah, family pod, right? Family pod, family pod. I mean, we've already said it. It doesn't even matter. We usually try to go with another person. But it, it doesn't matter. We'll put the label on it. <laughs> Explicit. Yeah, Detroit yeah. podcast, rated R. <laughs> Off the rails. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, yeah, he, he turned into Babe Ruth in the playoffs. So people should be uh, a little more uh, nice to Stanton. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little – it's getting a little much to Stanton hate. A little much. Just, you know, the only thing about, about is that he plays, you know, 10 games in the regular season a year. Yeah, so, yeah. I think that's that's where everyone's frustration is going to. Like, I get it for the most part. But, you know, 
Hopefully he stays healthy this year. I don't even think we play play a full 162, to be totally honest. So, like, hopefully he plays, like, a full, like, 100, I guess. Um, we just hope for the best. Um, just load management. I don't know why this concept is, like, so foreign to, like, other sports. I mean, like, at least baseball. Like, football, you can't do it. But baseball, at least. Like, I don't know why you can't just, like, load manage him. Just DH him, play him a couple days and right, and that's it. Give him a lot but of offense. Him, but for other people, they should let him play because then when they're hot, you bench, you know. No, I agree. Yeah. If, if you're hot, you're hot. Like, don't bench him if you're hot. That doesn't make any sense. Don't believe in hot BS. <laughs> do you believe in do? They just like, need to okay. figure out some, like, on-off right field situation between him and Judge to, like, keep the bodies loose and right but not overtax them, and then we'll have, like, a really smooth situation going where they're both yeah. in the lineup either in right or at DH, and then we're just going on from there. People also, like, underestimate, like, that Stanton is, like, or they just think that he's a terrible fielder because he only DHs. Like, his arm is a – he's got a cannon. Like, and playing right field in the Yankees game is relatively easy because it's 314 down the line. Like, he can do it. Maybe not to judge's standards, like, or he's winning gold gloves, but he's pretty good. It wouldn't be that bad. Well, I feel like that's the biggest thing is that, like, you know, judge is, like, a great right fielder. So. Oh, without a doubt, he is. But it's just, like, I – Stanton – Anyway, I think anyone can really play right relatively well in Yankee Stadium. It's not that hard. It's very small out there. I Left mean, field is a lot trickier. Clint got that gold glove nom, so. Are you saying that it was skewed because he played right field? Uh, maybe a little bit. It could be, actually. You could be on to something. I think he made legitimate strides, too, but I, I, could, I see where you're coming from. That's the... I agree as well. I think, I think he's, he's trying to – he's getting in that certain line of position, hopefully. <laughs> We, we will see. I hope that's we, the case. We can only hope. All right. Uh, Brett Garner. You know, 45-year-old Brett Garner? <laughs> the, the very same for him. It used to be unimaginable that the Yankees would keep dragging back the corpse of just the, the husk of a left-handed outfielder who really offers nothing anymore, but times change, and so do the pitching Yankees. Um, do you guys think Gardy comes back next year? And if not the Bronx, where does he go? I, I mean, uh, yeah. are we going to pretend like we're not going to bring him back? Like, it's a matter of if. It's a matter of when, not if. I think, right? Yeah. Like it or not, Brett Gardner is going to be is going to be a New York Yankee. I'm just waiting yeah. to see what happens with Brantley, but if nothing happens there, then yeah, he's probably back. Free Mike Talkman, please. Free the sock man, as Matt would say. Let the puppet show go on. Sock man's on the block. I heard. Dude, he's the block man now. <laughs> oh, God, I hate uh, the puns. I hate the puns. <laughs> um, no, nah, man, I mean, I was going over this with uh, Dan the other day. Like, talk does everything you want a fourth outfielder to do. He plays all four positions, or all three positions, sorry, out there. Like, not well. He plays left field relatively well. He can play center decently. He can't play right, but who the hell cares? Um, and he's cheap. Like, I don't know why you just not roll with him as your fourth outfielder. I don't get it. Um, because Garden. Brent Gardner has one thing that Mike Talkman will never have, and that's a 2009 World Series champion ring. So that's people forget what... that Melky was the starting center fielder for that team, and Brett Gardner was like small potatoes, big time. People really do forget that. Yeah, but he has it in his back pocket, and that's why he keeps coming back. Bring back the milkman. I want that <laughs> ring. The milkman delivers. Bring back steroids, milkman. Milkman has a great Instagram account, man. Does he really? Yeah. Never seen it. 
Follow Milky on Instagram. I'm gonna try to follow that. Uh, I don't know if he's not here. I think he retires. But the other option I can see is just like because Girardi's hoarding ex Yankees at this point. He probably goes to Philly. I think because they need outfielders. Just like hang badly. out with Bryce. Yeah, can you imagine? I mean, he can still play center at the age of like 40 or whatever. So like, and they need a center fielder. So I could totally see Joe just being like. Hey, Dombo, we kind of need a center fielder. I know this guy who's 40 years old but can still hit. Can we just grab him? It's like, yeah, sure, whatever. So, because Dombo does not care about how much money, how much of John Middleton's money he spends. Yeah, um, I guess that would end up with the smart contracts that he's trying to put out there. So Smart. <laughs> smart. God. When they give five years, $125 million to JT, and then you <laughs> can't play catcher by the, within, like, year two. God. Um, but yeah, I Brown either comes back or he retires. Uh, Philly, I think, is the other sensible option. But bank on one or the other, and bank on him coming back. I don't like it, but expect that. Yeah, I would say definitely high probability he's back. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got a couple of hard hitting ones. I guess we'll go with the first one. All right, my buddy Joe asked. Uh, all the focus every offseason with the Yankees is who are we bringing in to improve the team. At what point do you just accept with the roster you have uh, to win? Uh, you you know just run with the roster that you have. He's going to have to win and just stop focusing on filling non-existent or minuscule gaps and just focus on actually preparing a team to make a deep playoff run. Um, it's kind of a two-parter too. He has a second part. Uh, I guess like this would be the off-season where they kind of decide that for the most part because like either you're bringing DJ back and you'd make very minimal improvements. Or you kind of go with your plan B and like fill in gaps in different creative ways. So, yeah, I don't I think mm-hmm. the one issue that we would have right now with the current roster is just we didn't have Severino last year. So we don't know what we would have looked like in the playoffs with him. If that's yeah. one more win in the ALDS, we don't know how much that would have done for us going into the ALCS or potentially beyond. Um, so I think that's why we're at this situation or turning point where. We're looking at, do we need starting pitching or, you know, what slot of starting pitching do we need? Do we need a second guy? Do we need a third guy? Or do we just need like a fifth guy? So I think there's a question mark right now in the rotation. And then bullpen seems to just implode. I think I realized where it all went wrong. I think it starts with the no run DMC shirts. Ever since those (laughs) garbage. Um, So... Don't you I slander just, Andrew Miller like that, all right? Andrew Miller was a treasure. What I please on my podcast. <laughs> Our podcast. <laughs> no, but I, I, I get your point. Yeah, it's been down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I, I also don't think the Yankees can accept that the roster they have is good enough. I just think that's the Yankee way, so to speak, is just to keep looking at other players and saying, we need to improve. Yeah, I don't think – when's the last time we run it back ever – like 97 i think and they were and we got our asses kicked by uh cleveland that postseason i'm pretty sure yes. like i that feels like the last the time they've like... oh, sorry <laughs> no no they no. go ahead Trent. i'm kind of i mean like the issue that. is like you know with the yankee way so like anything less than you know a world series appearance at least is like uh, like we gotta you know keep getting better but to be honest i don't know if this team is good enough to go to win right now just because you know as mentioned you know 
rotation, there's uncertainty there. You know, we still have, you know, big holes to fill in the bullpen. And, like, let's be honest, the last couple postseasons, like, our bats disappear at, like, very critical times, you know. Mm-hmm. We seem, you know, when you're home run or nothing, and then you stop hitting home runs. Granted, that's, like, most of baseball nowadays, but still, like. Yeah, same shit's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, like, we've run it back so many times, it's just kind of been, like, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't think we can afford to do that again. Uh, I think always gonna... is, I think this team can comfortably – not comfortably, but I think they have a shot at winning the American League with the team they have right now. But I don't think they could contend for the entire thing. I think the National League, specifically the Dodgers and the Braves currently, would give them a lot of trouble in the World Series. So yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with that. They, I do think they need to make improvements. Yeah, I feel that. Matt, I know you got to go. We, we yeah, got any why? It's, uh, yeah, I don't, know, any... I don't know if they can keep the team the way it is. And uh, well, they, they have to make some. They, they, DJ's why uh, – the perfect player for them is DJ. That's why they should sign him, man, because he kind of opens up their lineup a little bit. Yeah. I, I agree, too, to that point. We'll get into that uh, second part or next. But, uh, yeah. Got any other parting thoughts for us, Matt, before you leave? Um, you know, just uh, uh, R.I.P. Luis Avilan a bit again. Very, very sad about that. <laughs> My favorite John Sterling calls is him singing the great American songbook standard, uh, Avalon. But, you know, that's about it. Got you. All right, man. Good to have you on. We'll catch you next time. We'll bring you back for another episode, of course. All right, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too, bud. All right. Uh, well, let's keep going here. Um, what we got? All right. So we kind of think we do need to kind of improve on the roster a little bit. But uh, so, like, second part of Joe also asked, uh, do you think the roster right now, assuming DJ is back, is good enough to win a title? I mean, we kind of said it already. Like, if you bring back DJ, like, do you think that just running it back with the 2020 squad is good enough to win? Like, I, think, I don't I think they could. I don't think it's likely. I think they need help. If you get DJ back, I think you need help in the pen. Um, you would need your guys, namely Judge and Stanton, to be healthy for a majority of the season. And you need Gary to actually hit the baseball. If you don't have all three of those things clicking for a large part of the season, you're not good enough to win the title or probably the American League. Um, So even with DJ back, I don't think they're good enough to win the title unless you have legitimately everything clicking for you at once. Agreed. Trey, what do you you say? I mean, yeah, when when we're hot, like we're – virtually unbeatable the issue is that like you know we can't get hot at the right time yeah and i feel like you know how many postseasons in a row like three postseasons in a row now where it's been like you know we've come up you know just short but like it's also like history has shown that like you know we can't get hot in the postseason so it's like do, we, do you really want to run it back and bank on it one more time like yeah, it's 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 tricky because there's there's been teams that have just run it back with mostly similar squads and like they've come up with like the same results or worse a lot. I'm trying to think like, um, I don't know. The Nats are pretty much like key evidence of that. They've like they tried to do it like a couple times in the mid 2010s and uh, 
they keep coming up short every time. I think that was just like a Nats curse, honestly, but it's the same deal. Like, I don't think we could do it with this current roster as constructed. Um, and then my buddy Zach, who also kind of it ties into this as well, uh, like, would you rather just spend all your money on bringing DJ back, which is plan A for the Yanks right now, or as a – this is kind of what Cash has been saying, like, that's their plan A and bring DJ back. Or would you go for, like, a plan B where you, like, sign a starter, a couple relievers, and then, like, trade for Lindor? Um, I would lean plan B as of right now. I think spreading the wealth around is like a little more important. Um, I'll obviously, I don't think that should be that way. Like we're the Yankees. We should not just, you know, be beholden to just going out and getting just a couple guys versus like one dude. That shouldn't be the trade-off. You just, just get who you want. That's how it is. The world doesn't work like that. Obviously we don't want the Yanks. We don't want the financials. All the financials are. And we don't know what cash wants and what they value or not, but I think I'd rather go out and sign a starter, um, bring back, you know, Tanaka, flip for someone, um, get a couple of relievers, you know, either Brad Hand or get a couple guys on the cheap. And then, you know, either trade for Lindor, like I've been saying, or another theory I've heard as well was like um, they sign a stopgap shortstop and then go all in on like Lindor, Seager, or Story next offseason when they're all braids instead instead of giving up actual assets for them. So the stopgap would be like, uh, bringing back Didi, which we all would love, or Anderson Simmons, who we would probably all hate because he offers nothing with the bat. But well, what do you guys think? Yeah, I echo your thoughts exactly. I think plan B would be the best plan, but I'm immensely concerned that the trade for Lindor option isn't even on the table. Um, I don't think Cash wants to dip into that well of prospects just yet because of the roster uncertainty, um, especially where it concerns the bullpen. And then we'd be stuck with a guy like Simmons or, I mean, more preferably Gregorius going into next season. And then hopefully getting a guy at the shortstop position in free agency, um, just hoping that someone's left um, for us and wants to come to New York. Um, so I would prefer plan B. Um, DJ's great. I would love to have him back. But this $25 million that they're a part on, uh, regardless of the term. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Trey, what do you think? I mean, what's tricky for me is that, like, you know, like that's a lot. Like, plan B like, is, you know, a lot. And, like, uh, on paper, like, it, like, you take a quick glance at that, you think, oh, yeah, that's way better than, you know, just signing DJ. I think the issue, though, is that, like, you know, what are we giving up to get Lindor? Like, does it, you know, does that just cancel out the, you know, signing a starter and a couple of relievers? No, I agree. That's the opportunity cost you have to think about when trading for Lindor. Um, I don't think it'll cost much because, you know, your blueprint is the Mookie Betts trade. Like, that, that's exactly what it is. It's a guy who's, you know, on a team that doesn't think they'll be able to sign this guy long term. He's on his last year of arbitration. And if you can get a salary dump in, like, Carrasco for him, then I, the cost becomes even less, I think. Um yeah, so, uh, if we're able to do something like that and get Lindor, then yeah, absolutely go for it. If yeah. you know we're going to give up, you know, if, you know we're giving up Clint. If we're giving up, you know, uh, Voight or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Clint's going to Voight. Like, you know, I don't care about commit. Like, we can give him up. Uh, but just like, yeah, if it's a massive haul, then it doesn't make sense. I, I, yeah. I agree with that. Um, I think like an idea. Like, I guess I'll just ask you guys like it 
for your like ideal packages. Like we're, we haven't run it through the trade machine. I mean, I have because I'm that type of guy who just runs everything through the trade machine just to see. But like in an ideal world, I think if you are like my plan, what? Davey data moves. Yeah, data moves always trying to crunch his numbers. Um, I think in an ideal world, um, like my plan B would be you hopefully try to run it back with Stockton. If you can't run it back with him, then you go for this trade for Lindor. But, like, your trade for Lindor would be, like, you also get Carrasco, and that trade looks like – so last year the Sox gave up Verdugo, a catcher, and then, like, a middle infielder for uh, for Betts and Price. So it's only similar to be, like, Clint plus Miggy plus, like, I don't know, like a lower-level starter maybe or something like that, like Albert Abreu or one of the other, like, prospects they have at the lower levels uh, giving up for Lindor and Carrasco and then to fill in the gaps with uh, Clint and left uh, like we said Brantley would be like the most ideal target they've been talking about him as like a plan B to DJ as well uh, according to Buster Olney so I think that would be like my preferred plan B and then like relievers I mean you can I get going going for the big name that'd be pretty cool if we could get hand like I said uh Kirby Yates on the rebound too. That'd be really awesome, but I'm not, I don't really prefer anybody right now. I think where the believer market's going to be so stagnant that whoever you want is probably going to be there at the end. So, I mean, what do you guys think on a, a plan B? What's your ideal plan B scenario? <laughs> no, I definitely think that Andy Hart is part of that trade. I would like to keep Clint out of it just because I, foresee him having a great future in the outfield um, wherever he is. Um, but, I mean, it seems likely that we're going to have to give him up, especially for a guy like Lindor and if you're getting Carrasco back, which I do like. I do like adding a starter to that deal. Um, like I have so was, many of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, even Carrasco, that'd be great. Um, supplement to that rotation. Um, so, I'm a big fan of you and your pro, uh, your proposal. I mean, you've been running it through the trade machine for a couple of days now, so I trust you and your judgment more than mine. I keep, I keep doing it, man. I'm addicted to it. Um, yeah. It gets trickier when dragging for the three-way deals, which is something we can talk about in a sec. But, uh, Trey, have you had any, like, plan B snares you want to run through at all or anything you would like to see happen, I guess, like this Lindor tonight deal or I mean, anyone like- you, you personally want? I mean, you guys pretty much touched on all of it. Like, um, like um, kind of behind the bring back Sonny thing too. Not as much as I have because I've been kind of like just really talking myself into that. But you would you wouldn't mind seeing him back, right? I, mean, I don't mind seeing him back. I just don't think it's gonna happen. Like, uh, yeah, I got it. It's uh, and. It's kind of a moot point. Like, I don't really know if they're going to make a move for him. I don't really know. We don't really know if the Reds are really dangling him. That'd be kind of dumb. They kind of went all in, and then now they're just going to call it quits. I mean, you lose Bauer, and then you lose Sonny. That's a tough hill to climb. All the central's kind of weak to begin with, so they're not totally dead, but it's not great. Um, yeah, they lost uh, – yeah, they're going to lose uh, you know, Sonny. They're going to lose Bauer. Uh, they already lost, you know, uh, uh, Tom Brenneman. <laughs> it's a deep fly ball to left. Like Castellanos. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever be in this booth again. <laughs> Think of myself as a man of faith. There's a drive in the deep left. Uh, they have that man doing games down in Puerto Rico now. This is so bad. 
so so bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm like just dropping a slur, just like on a. Oh man, on Puerto Ricans. So bad. Apologizing in Spanish while also calling a home run call. <laughs> I think like Foolish Baseball or something like that had a tweet that had the whole thing in Spanish, which is hilarious. But <laughs> um, yeah, I, like I'm talking myself into Plan B now. I don't. This is not a knock on DJ. We all love him. I think I would love to have him back. It's just like if you if a lot of money a lot of for a guy who's yeah. nearing 35. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot. His track record speaks for himself. Like he could definitely keep hitting, and we could all look dumb. Like he could still keep hitting into well into his thirties, you know, late thirties. Um, and we'll miss that. But if the opportunity causes there, and like you can go out and get Lindor to replace him, I think that's just dandy. And Cash admitted himself, like. Listen, this thing doesn't work out with DJ. We're going to go after a shortstop instead and just shift Glaber back to second because he did not think that Glaber's best position is short. He thinks it's more second. Um, I think so, we'd all agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. At least Cash was watching the games. Yeah. Right. Thank God. Uh, I am. I'm of the weird take too that his possession, his best position, probably isn't even second. It's probably third. But that's a conversation for a whole other day. Um, <laughs> I mean, we do know now though that Voight won't be a piece going. In any trade, apparently. So, I'm cool with that. Like, if he explored, if he at least explored, like, what could I get back for him, and was just like, no, I'm not really gonna get much, and that's fine. Um, yeah, I'm assuming that might have been what he did. We don't know for sure, obviously, but I mean, it's not I like he's highest, allegedly. Yeah, I like Voight. We all do. He hits tanks. Uh, some people have said he's a little redundant in the lineup, which I see. I do get. Like, he's another righty that just walks a lot and hits home runs. Um, but. He also stays healthy compared to the other two righties who also hit tanks in our home in our uh, in our lineup and actually hits on a consistent basis. So I would rather keep him around. Uh, and he's cheap. I don't. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's only going to make like three mil, I think, in arbitration this year, maybe. So, like, just hold on to him. Um, yeah, that. Yeah, Plan B. Yeah. We're, we're talking ourselves into it. Like, like, I'm not saying Boyd is untouchable because realistically, like, when you're trying to get over the hump, I don't think anybody should be untouchable. But, I mean, he's about as close to untouchable as you know, it comes, I feel like. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, what, like, I think Glaber is the only one who is, like, legitimately untouchable. What were you going to say, Dan? Like, as a cash, like, oh, I found this guy just hidden in the minor league system. No one else wanted him. You know, yeah, that's, now a, that's he's a point. Breaking the majors. That's a point of pride for him, obviously. Like, yeah. I think he'll want it. He'd want to keep Voight around. Um, yeah, Glaber's name has been like dragged, not by like actual sources. It's just like speculation. They're just like, oh, they didn't like the job that Glaber did at short. Like, would they get DJ and then flip him for Lindor? And I think if you're flipping him for Lindor, you're giving up way too much for a guy they just clearly don't want any part of anymore because he's going to cost too much money. So, uh, keep Glaber unless you're getting like. You better be getting an ace, and it better be like Flaherty yeah. from the Cardinals or like Bueller from the Dodgers, and that I think both aren't happening. So he's not going anywhere. I doubt it, unless also Cash don't help the Dodgers out. Just stay away from them. Yeah, they're gonna they're they're the team that concerns you the most for getting DJ because if they get him, it's curtains. Like they're no one's gonna win. <laughs> DJ on that team. The Patriots analogy in football if. Belichick calls you asking for a player, just hang up because he knows something that you don't. Just yep. let it's that the same go. deal. 
Yeah, no, they they have the inside track on everything. Freeman crunched the numbers. He he knows what he's asking for. Yeah. Do not give them Glaber. Don't give them help. Let them pay actual money for DJ or something like that, or run it back with Justin Turner, like some something of that. I'll watch them get Bryant like, as soon as we get out the call. That'll be funny. That team is going to be unstoppable. Now, just imagine, like, if they had, like, a DH. Like, no, they might. They, to. They're going to get to that point, and we're going to have to all kind of accept it. Like, that lineup is just stupid because they could just rotate dudes in and out of there. Oh, uh, belly injured his shoulder on a high five the other day? Yeah, just throw him in DH. He could still hit. That's fine. That's fine. Like, who the hell cares? I don't know. Um, I got an update. Doc Rivers called Ben Simmons, said he feels really good about their conversation last night, and says Harden rumors not coming from Philly. Yeah, I'm casting doubt on that. Uh, I'm casting doubt. <laughs> I'm casting doubt. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think that's it, right? We covered all the topics here. Or, yeah. uh, well, yeah, we had one question. Yeah, we had a couple. But, yeah, no, I think we got all the questions. I mean, great answers from everybody all around. Uh, starting off with the heater was a good choice, I thought. <laughs> yeah, we really set the tone for the pot. Yeah, yeah, we really did. Um, we're not going to do Mind the Gap this week. We'll probably go back to that one when we have actual news. Uh, but we have a pretty good one that I got queued up here for me and Dan. Um, we're going to have to sit on this one. We're going to yeah. talk about who, who's going to be on a Hall of Fame ballot. And, uh, yeah, that's – we don't get votes. We're not part of the Writers Association at all. We're two 20-year-olds who just like baseball. But, I mean – Not yet, but there's a bunch of old yeah, people. Wait a minute. What the fuck? We're, co- we're coming. Yeah. We're coming for them. Blogs you're, of the future. You're uh, you're getting there, Dave. You're getting there. Could you, could you imagine if Caravis had a Hall of Fame vote? Uh, Is he close to that? He definitely will one day. I don't want that. This is how we end up with, like, Nomar Garcia-Parr in the Hall of Fame. Like, it's going to be equivalent to, like, Harold Baines getting voted in by just a bunch of finagling from Jerry Reinsdorf. I don't want that. No one wants that. Russa, Tony was a part of that. He pretty much orchestrated the whole behind-the-scenes part. I'm a Hall of Famer, brother. All right? <laughs> God. <laughs> Tony Larusa and the White Sox, interesting fit. Well, uh, I can't wait to see how that unfolds. Uh, what better fit for uh, you know an up and coming team uh, than you know an old manager who hasn't managed in like ten years? Yeah, that's a terrible fit. They're the White Sox are getting a little. They're going to get a little unlikable. They were a good story, and now Tony Larusa might ruin that. But then again, the Padres might get Bauer, so they might also become very unlikable too. So. Way to go, upstart teams. Big wins all around. You love to see it. Just jumping the shark right off the bat. Essentially. All right, boys. Uh, good talking to you. Um, hopefully there's more stuff that comes down the pipe, man. This yeah, thing needs I'm to get going. New Year's, we're going to have some stuff happen. You're saying New Year's? Because I, I, I was going to ask – I was going to just kind of end with, like, what do you guys think? Like, when do you think something happens by Christmas, like Springer or DJ signs, or not at all? I think post-Christmas. I also think they're trying to figure out this whole vaccination thing between the PA and the MLB. Oh, you're saying you believe Bob Nightingale? I, once in a while. <laughs> Listen, a broken clock is right twice a day. So. Listen, if Bauer was upset about it, there has to be a fire. 
<laughs> he's upset about a lot of things, <laughs> but yeah. freaking uh, Trevor Bauer like Wikipedia page has like an entire section about how he's like how he believes in like his conspiracy theories and shit. Yeah, that's a that's a real thing. Like he's just, it, but like it's that notable, uh, like <laughs> it's that big of a part of his like personality that like. <sighs> People really think that Cole is like cool with him coming to the Yankees. That's that's the funny thing. Yeah, we bury the hatchet. All right, buddy. Yeah, I really don't. Straight from Wikipedia, uh, Bauer has voiced his opposition to the theory of global warming and has made positive reference to the birther movement associated with Obama. Oh my God, what is this guy, man? I mean, you can agree with him. You couldn't like you could just leave that out of there. Of course, like he might be a good pitcher, but oh my God, yeah, that guy just something else. I'm not gonna lie. On May 22nd, 2018, Bauer was accused of carving BD-911 to the pitcher's mound, a reference oh to my God. theory that indicated Bush did 9-11. <laughs> we got to take the internet away from him. Are we sure that a 13-year-old didn't edit Bauer's Wikipedia page? Are we Are sure, sure that Bauer is a 13-year-old? <laughs> yeah, 13 going on 30. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> That's Trevor yeah, Bauer in a nutshell. 13-year-old standing on top of each other? No. <laughs> I was going to say a joke, but I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Not on air. Um, <laughs> when we stop, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, hopefully we get some movement. Uh, Dan's anticipating post-New Year's or around there, thereabouts. I think, yeah, after the holidays, probably the smart bet. I know other people um, – there's a fly in my room. Uh, other people think that uh, Christmas is, like, the most ideal time. I I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll play it by ear. Hopefully we get something. Um, and if something happens to the Yankees, we'll talk about it as well. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for joining us again. Uh, hit subscribe, hit the follow on uh, Spotify, follow us on Twitter at Detrain Daily, of course. Uh, Shrey, you got anything to plug at all? Uh, I do not, but I just want to say thank you guys for having me. Uh, really yeah. enjoyed this. Uh, go Yanks. Go, go Yanks. Dan, anything else? Last remarks? No, that's it. Just looking forward to the newly found Cleveland baseball team deciding on their name. I am personally rooting for either the Cleveland Midges or the Cleveland River Fires. Do not bring up the M word ever again. All right. This is how Joe Torre died. <laughs> Forget that. Joe Torre Cold. died watching Domingo Herman. Oh, boy. Yeah, he, <laughs> he his, his eyes saw that. Yeah, no, they, they were both. <laughs> All right. We'll see everyone next time.